from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. Tuesday, March 14th, 2023, a packed show for all of y'all this morning. Make sure to go to our website, cyberhubpodcast.com, where you can find all the latest. Later today, I'm releasing a brand new episode of CISO Talk uh, with my good friend, Dean Malice, the CISO over at MARTA, as we talk about leading a security program in a nonprofit with critical infrastructure in mind. So a lot of great little tips and nuggets from Dean on to this on today's episode. You can catch that at 1 p.m. Eastern on your favorite podcast listening platform under the CISO Talk podcast. Or you can check it out on our website at CyberHub Podcast or our YouTube channel uh, at the CyberHub Podcast there as well. So go and check that out. Pack show this morning. We'll get into too much of that, including the of another 40 net zero day bug. Sisa now warning critical infrastructure uh, operators of ransomware and a whole bunch of stories around phishing and data breaches. So without further ado, let's go ahead and grab our double espresso this morning. I've got mine. Whatever you're drinking this morning, join me in a coffee cup. Cheers. In it, it's a new 40 OS bug is being used as a zero day to attack government networks. We've been reporting on this for the last several weeks. Now there's more information being released around CVE 2022-41328, which does allow threat actors to execute unauthorized code or commands. The new update uh, from Fortinet on March 7th addresses this high severity security vulnerability. The improper limitation of a path name to a restricted directory or vulnerability is 40 OS uh, in 40 OS may allow a privileged attacker to read or write arbitrary files via crafted uh, CLI commands, according to the company. The list of affected products include the 40 OS versions 6.4.0 through 6.4.11, and 40 OS version 7.0.0 through 7.0.9, and 40 OS version 7.2.0 through 7.2.3, and all versions of 40 OS 6.0 to 6.2. To patch the fly, you need to be on version 6.4.12 or later, 40OS version 7.0.10 and later, and 40OS 7.2.4 and above. There's data theft and malware now being confirmed as being used there. The uh, threat actors are taking advantage of this vulnerability. They've also concluded that the attacks were highly targeted, some evidence showing that they favored government networks. The attackers also demonstrated advanced capabilities including reverse engineering parts out of 40 get devices OS. The attack is highly targeted. Some hints of a preferred governmental or government-related targets. 40 net customers are immediately advised to upgrade to the right version of 40 OS in order to block these attempts. So heed the warning and update. CISA is also warning critical infrastructures of ransomware vulnerable devices. CISA announced a new pilot program to help critical infrastructure entities protect their information systems from ransomware attack. Through the ransomware vulnerability warning pilot, the RVWP, which started on January 30th of this year, CIS has undertaken a new effort to warn critical infrastructure entities that their systems have exposed vulnerabilities that may be exploited by ransomware threat actors, according to the agency. As part of the RVWP, they're leveraging existing authorities and technologies to proactively identify information systems that contain security vulnerabilities commonly associated with ransomware attack. Once CISA identifies these affected systems, regional cybersecurity personnel notify system owners of their security vulnerabilities and enable a timely mitigation. This is part of a broader effort to fend off ransomware attacks against critical infrastructure 
especially following the Colonial Pipeline and JBS Food as well as Kaseya. This program now is being deployed across the entire country, so keep your eyes and reach out to us if you need assistance with it as well. In another story, an AI-generated YouTube video is spreading a info stealer malware. Threat actors are using uh, have been increasingly observed using AI-generated YouTube videos to spread a variety of stealer malware like Raccoon, Redline, and Viter. The videos lure users by pretending to be tutorials on how to download cracked versions of softwares like Photoshop, Premiere Pro, Autodesk 3DS Masks, Max, and AutoCAD, as well as other products that are licensed products available only to paid users. Just as the ransomware landscape compromises core developers and affiliates who are in charge of identifying potential targets and actually carrying out the attack, the information stealer ecosystem also consists of third actors known as traffers who are recruiters to spread the malware using different methods. One of those is malware through YouTube. With Cloud SCK witnessing a 2 to 300% month-over-month increase in videos containing links to stealer malware in the description section, these links are often obfuscated using URL shorteners like Bitly or Cutly, or alternatively hosted on Mediafire, Google Drive, Discord, GitHub, and Telegram. In several instances, threat actors leverage data leaks and social engineering to hijack legitimate YouTube accounts and push malware, often targeting popular uh, accounts to reach a larger audience in a short time span. Something to keep in mind here as we move through. Microsoft is also warning of a large-scale phishing operation. The open-source adversary in the middle, I A sorry, AITM phishing kit have been found, has found a number of takers in the cybercrime world for its ability to orchestrate attacks at scale. The Microsoft Threat Intel team is tracking the threat actor behind the development of the kit under the emerging moniker Dev1101. The phishing attack typically involves a threat actor attempting to steal or intercept a victim's password and session cookies by deploying a proxy server between the user and the websites. Such attacks are more effective owing to their ability to circumvent MFA. Dev1101 per the tech giant is said to be uh, the party behind several phishing kits that can be purchased or rented by other criminal actors, thereby reducing the effort and resources required to launch a phishing campaign. The service-based economy that fuels such offering can also recruit in double theft, wherein the uh, stolen credentials are sent to both the phishing as a service provider as well as the customers. The open source kit from Dev1101 comes with features that make it possible to set up phishing landing pages, mimicking Microsoft Office and Outlook, not to mention to manage campaigns for mobile devices and even use capture checks to evade detection. Microsoft said it detected numerous high-volume phishing campaigns spanning millions of phishing emails per day from various actors that leveraged the tool. So a whole bunch there. Then this goes on to talk about the brand names and finance telecom tech are leading uh successful phishing lures at&t paypal and microsoft top the list of domains that victims visit following a link in a phishing email as firms fight to prevent fraud and credential harvesting credential seeking cyber attacks uh, garnered the most phishing success by impersonating brands of telecom firms financial institutions and popular tech companies with topping the list at&t verizon paypal wells fargo microsoft and facebook the ranking didn't align with the popularity as the irs ranked sixth but rather with the size of the brand's user base and the relative opportunity to turn compromise into cash, they're seen up and down the brand list from the largest and most risky down to the smallest. That phishing is not going uh, is not a going away. Uh, it's not going away as a problem. Email still continues to be the number one entry point for attackers. Phishing still continues to be the number one threat. Cloudflare is not the only organizations to see phishing as a threat. Of course, 
2022, more than 300,000 complaints of phishing attacks flooded the FBI's IC3 center, slightly down from the peak of 2021, where nearly 324 complaints were reported, but 162% increase in total from three years ago. The numbers do not include BC investment scams. True, but then people didn't really know IC3. IC3 is getting more and more notoriety with time. People are reporting stuff there, so I don't know how much I take into the year-over-year numbers as well. If you don't report it, it doesn't show up there, so we'll see that. Uh, Phishing is an issue. You definitely want to address it. It's something that you've constantly got to be looking at. You've got to be trying to find tools to help you combat it as well. And our final story for this morning's show, folks, a medical technology developer, Zolt Medical, is notifying roughly 1 million individuals that their personal information might have been compromised in a recent data breach. Zolt develops and markets medical equipment and software for advanced emergency care, including cardiac monitoring, oxygen therapy, ventilation, data management, and more. The data breach the company says was identified at the end of January when it discovered unusual activity on its internal network. They've determined that your information may have been affected on or about February 2nd. The investigation into the incident is ongoing. Uh, according to a report submitted to the main attorney general's office, according to Zoll, the compromised information included names, addresses, birthdays, and social security numbers. Zoll says it has no indication that the exposed information was misused. However, it's not uncommon for cyber criminals to share or trade stolen personal information on underground forums. So we could see that end up there. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow at 9 a.m. at 1 p.m. today. Catch the latest CISO Talk episode with my good fan, my good friend, Dean Malice, the CISO over at Marta. A wonderful, amazing, enlightening conversation. Don't miss it. We'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. right here live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You can catch the rerun at 10 a.m. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.